What's up, Lashinistas? Welcome to the show. This is the Live Bay Podcast, where we talk about the ever-growing eyelash business. If this is your first time listening to our show. Welcome. This podcast is dedicated to helping you grow as a lash artist and or lash business owner. I see your little <laughs> fingers touching like you want to sound along with your melody. <laughs> You're a maestro. Uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> I have my part. I huh? did my part. I didn't do my part. No, I know. <laughs> if this is your first time listening to our show, welcome. This podcast is dedicated to helping you grow as a lash artist and or lash business owner. So whether you work for yourself or someone else, this podcast is for you. Hey guys, this is Mike and Shauna Jones. We are the owners of Live Bay Lash. Our heart is to share with you our uphill battle in this lash industry. journey <laughs> industry. <laughs> and would show you and to show you what <laughs> started out of a tiny bedroom tiny bedroom in our house extremely broke has turned into an eight-figure company we are here to encourage you during your last journey and to give you a real raw version of what things really like yeah in today's episode we're going to be talking about the three biggest hurdles with lashing and how to overcome yes, them and that not sounds a lot prettier than what i was gonna it say it does yeah not giving up basically. not giving up uh but before we jump into that we do a few announcements for you i know this is everybody's favorite part um we have classes coming up. We have an amazing five-day for newbies. Then we have a three-day for those already proficient in classic. You do not have to have um, taken a classic course with Live Bay. Um, so amazing class. You get mentorship even afterwards. Um, we go to every major city, uh, pay, PayPal and Sezzle financing. We take that as well. So that's pretty amazing. Um, we also have our monthly membership uh, program with Mike and I. It's Sorry, I'm so sick. I think last week we were sick too. Yeah. Um, it's $99 a month. You have access to Mike and I. So whether you're a lash artist, business owner, whatever, you have access to us. Ask us questions. Uh, if you need forms, if you just need advice or a pick-me-up or whatever, uh, you also get 20% off products. You get two full tutorials um, per month as well, which is pretty amazing. So it's only $99 a month. It's a great substitute because everybody keeps asking for doing a business class. Um, and we may be doing some Thing, but for now, the membership is an amazing deal. Uh, subscription boxes, $200 or more in Live Bay product every single month in a cute custom box for only $99. So another amazing thing from Live Bay. Yeah. Awesome. Good stuff. Uh, anyway, so jumping into the episode. <laughs> Just cuts, cuts me off. No, 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 no. I think it's all yeah, good anyways. stuff. I think it's all amazing stuff. If, you, if you've been listening to our podcast, I'm sure you're bored to death hearing that shit over and over again. Uh, here we go. So... This is the three common um, like lies or hurdles you're going to tell yourself or run into when you first start out lashing. So this one's going to be kind of more of a pick-me-up. And my wife wanted to title it Don't Give Up, but I think that's we'll weave in that in there as well. Yeah. Uh, so the first one, number one, um, number one is not getting enough clients or not making enough money, Okay. And I think this is probably the biggest one of all of them. So that's why we're going to start there. Yeah. Uh, when you first start lashing, you know, you're very excited. <laughs> Obviously, you got into this business because the lash course you took, the trainer told you you were going to make a million, trillion, billion dollars, right? <laughs> and that is true. You can, I don't know about a million, billion, trillion. I know that's a real number, but um, you can make a lot of money, 100%. But you have to be able to build that client base. And that's the hard part. And when you first get done, if you're not comfortable with your tweezers, if your turn times are bad, if you don't know how to isolate, whatever the case may be, and you're just messing people's lashes up, chances are they're not going to be rebooking with you. And when you're not getting rebooked, you're sitting idle. A lot of you might even have given up your regular job just to jump into lashing full time because you thought it was going to be so lucrative. And again, it can be. But I think the main thing is you have to be able to be willing to keep that 
other job while you're getting your last dream going. And it's very, very, very common in the beginning to think you're going to make money, spend all this money on your education and on your tools and supplies. And all of a sudden you find out that you don't have any clients. Now you're broke. Now what? Yeah, I was going to say there's like a huge waiting period too. Like you really have to be patient. Um, You know, I was a terrible lash artist. Like, I mean, granted, I didn't invest in a great lash class. This was back in 2011. Um, I was a terrible lash artist and I was a terrible lash artist for well over a year. I would even say two years. So I think what people don't understand is like you're not just going to take a course and then the next day you're going to start advertising. Like it's just like anything else. You know what I mean? It's like Olive with swim lessons. She's not going to take one swim lesson and then they're going to throw her in the deep end. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh my might. God, I would beat someone's <laughs> ass. Okay. <laughs> but anyways, so it's, it is a process and I don't think people and educators are even explaining like, I'm laughing. Listen. It's my daughter. We're talking about grounding. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm not a bad parent. I promise. I but I mean, it's a good analogy, right? So, but anyways, crap, what was they saying? About throwing into the deep end. No, I was saying, so educators, we need to start kind of like managing expectations. Like, hey, listen, you're going to take this lash course and, you know, I am going to even mentor you afterwards if you have any questions or you feel like, you know, you missed some information, but just know it's going to take some time. It's, it's everybody just thinks they're going to make a million bucks like a week later. That's not like we didn't make money for two years. I always talk about that. Like... There was, there was levels to it. You didn't make money as a lash artist for the first couple of years yeah. because you were doing free lashes for the first year just to learn it. And then when we opened our business, we didn't make money for the first two years. So you got to be prepared. You know what I mean? It, it's like anything in life. You can't just jump out and expect to be great at it. And I think that's what happens with everybody. You know, our little egos are so fragile that the second we go out and try something new and we're not good at it, we automatically want to quit. You know, my daughter was doing cartwheels on the trampoline yesterday and she was messing up and she started crying and like throwing a fit. I'm like, what? She's like, I can't do a good cartwheel. I'm like, well, you got to keep practicing. And she like didn't want to hear it. You know what I mean? She was so mad at me. She had like the black on her face from like the dirt (laughs) on the trampoline was all smeared. Looked like she was wearing mascara at five. (laughs) Typical female. (laughs) Yeah. Broken heel, (laughs) lipstick smeared, crying, had too many drinks. She's just a perfectionist. (laughs) But yes, I think that's just really important that everybody kind of understands it is a process. You're not going to have a million clients. You're, you know what I mean? You're not going to make, you know, money. I mean, the first year I did clients for free, any tip money that I got, which wasn't a lot, it was like invested back into my products. So realistically, I was lashing just to buy products to put on clients. You know what I mean? So it's a process that's going to take time. And the thing that people don't realize is like, you want to give up. Like, trust me, I wanted to give up. I still want to give up sometimes. You know what I mean? But you're going to want to give up on anything. <laughs> like literally, if you're if you're learning something brand new, there's that part of like frustration and anxiety and stress with anything. Not if, if even if it's not lashing, like a brand new job you don't have any experience with, like you're going to want to give up. So, you're never going to be able to take your own self to the next journey or season of your life if you're just wanting to give up and you know, in any single job or, or thing you're trying to do that if you want to be a real entrepreneur, you gotta, you gotta go past that. What's number two. I was just going to say, there's no shortcutting this, this process. If you're looking for a quick buck, 
<clears throat> you should either go do crypto or NFTs or strip. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> or OnlyFans. Or OnlyFans. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm just saying, like, it, this is not a quick process. Okay. You're going to take your lumps. You're going to mess it up. You're going to glue people's eyes shut. You're going to have people calling and complaining they don't like it. They're going to have people complaining about fallout. Yeah. You're going to have to just take your lumps. It's just a practicality thing. With practice, you'll get better at it. So don't get frustrated and don't give up that second job. If you have a job on the weekends or in, in the evening, you know, to keep your last dream alive, keep pressing. I'm telling you guys, when we were flat broke, you know, literally chopping at 99 only. I still could, shop at night. We, I remember we would, we were so broke. We go to the grocery store and I wanted like, you know, to make lunch meat sandwiches. And it was like. Ham or we, turkey. Yeah, it was ham One. or turkey. I wanted ham and turkey. You know what I mean? It was either ham or turkey. That's how, that's how broke we were. I'm not even like kidding. Like it yeah. was, I remember we would literally go in the refrigerator at work. <laughs> People would buy creamer for the coffee. They gave us free coffee at work. And we would literally go, Shauna would look out the door and I would steal somebody's creamer so we could put it in our coffee so we could have like flavored creamer. I know. I remember my boss, Ilya at the time, he was like, hey, I need you guys to do something for him. I'm like, yeah, no problem. If you buy us a Starbucks. And he was like, what? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, you don't have enough money for a Starbucks? I'm like, no. Yeah. I think he felt so embarrassed that he even asked me that I was that embarrassed. He was just like, here's my credit card. Go get a fucking coffee. <laughs> But I'm just saying, like, you know what I mean? Like, dude, there, there were times, that, yeah, could we have given up? Yeah, 100%. Never thought we'd be where we are right now. But yeah, we could have easily just been like, ah, this is frustrating. This is bullshit. We don't have clients. This is dumb. We'll never make any money and just bounced our way out of this thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you have a lioness wife. I have a lioness wife. Uh, number two. Number two is taking a bad class. There's a lot of people out there, you went the budget route. I'm not knocking you for doing that. You took a class that might have been 99 or 200 or 300 bucks. It was a one day course. It was cheap. It was affordable. I understand. Okay. Not everybody's going to qualify to finance an expensive five-day live-bay course. I totally get that. But the instructor themselves just got certified three months ago. They have never been in the trenches actually messing up clients or getting MF'd or having to do you know a crazy situation where they glued someone's eyes shut. And so they have no idea what to expect, right? And here they are trying to make an extra buck. So they're trying to teach you. And then all of a sudden, it's like the blind leading the blind. They didn't really know what they were doing, so they taught you the same ass backwards techniques, and now you're double frustrated. Yeah, or you're taking like a pre-recorded class, like where there's no interaction. You know what I mean? And like realistically, especially now, like um, it's very hard to listen to, you know, a pre-recorded class like all by yourself. There's not like somebody that is live Zoom style that you can go back and forth with. So. Your education is just so important. Even if like maybe you took that bad lash class that was cheap and you didn't get any value, maybe just try and like once you start making money, just you got to keep reinvesting in yourself. But the thing is, is like it's so important to take a good class and to take a class where there's mentorship after. Because even in a five-day class, we can't teach you all the BS that you're going to go through. But you know, Sally in Texas, if she runs into an issue, even a year later, she can text me and be like, 911, this is what's going on. And I respond back, you know, or the trainers will, you know, DM, hey, listen, problem, blah, blah, blah. And the trainers will respond. Like, so I think it's important that, you know, when you're taking a class, making sure they offer something like that. But it's super frustrating if you're just, because you're basically just going to train yourself like 
I did. I took a six-hour class. I ended up like teaching myself everything through terrible trial and error. I mean, I did some of the wonkiest shit ever. Like I remember, like I stabbed someone's cheek. I was like, oh my gosh, like straight up bleeding and everything because I couldn't even hold my tweezers. Like it was ridiculous. So, really, taking a bad class can prolong, you know, your your career even more. For sure. Uh, number three. This one's like probably a big one too. I know a lot of us do it. I do it. You know, I still do it to this day. Uh, comparing yourself to other people's progress. Okay. Everybody's at a different phase in their journey, their last journey. And maybe it's not even lashes. Maybe it's another business venture. I'm just saying it's the easiest way for you to fall victim and <clears throat> bounce yourself out of the business. And so what happens is there's a girl in your neighborhood who's doing bomb ass, you know, mega volume and she's fully booked and her Instagram always says, sorry, April's booked for the month, only taking clients now in May. And you're like, damn, I wish my books were fully booked like that. Damn, look how pretty her sets look. Look how, you know what I mean? She always has the prettiest clients. My clients don't look like that. And you start you start comparing yourself to, you know, where Sally's progress is. And I think that's like surefire way to, to bounce yourself out because at the end of the day, you know, you don't know where Sally started. You don't know what she's put into it to get where she is. And we're all at different levels. You know what I mean? The only way like you're ever going to get ahead in this business is to be an original and try to find ways to one up the competition. I see a lot of people copying, copying, copying. And that's great. You know, a lot of times my wife like, oh my gosh, did you see this brand? They literally have all my stuff. They're calling it the same stuff. They changed the color of the lid. <sighs> and I understand like you see somebody else doing it. You want to try and replicate success. However, if you're copying what somebody else is doing, just remember you're probably two years behind because they thought of that idea and implemented it probably two years ago. So every time you copy, they're looking to be the next thing up and innovate and you're busy trying to copy what they were doing. It's going to kind of keep you in that second place tier. But also respect what they put into that. Respect the time they've got into it and just know that you can't expect to jump out and be, you know, lash boss on 900 level if you just literally got your certificate two weeks ago. Yeah, it's really easy just nowadays just to look at social media. Like, I'll find myself scrolling sometime, and I'm like, especially on, like, my homepage or whatever, or people's stories, and I'm like, gosh, you know? Like, I'm like, dang, her body is banging. She's got kids. What's wrong with me? You know what I mean? Like, I compare myself, like, all the time. But, like, as a lash artist, like, <clears throat> you're only going to go backwards if you keep paying attention to competitors and other people. Like I learned how to stop that because I used to do that as well. And it frustrated me. Sometimes it would like kind of burn a little flame under my ass to where like, oh no, I need to do better. I need, and that's great. You know what I mean? Um, but I kind of use that as a tool. And then now I'm just like, I don't really pay attention to competitors unless it's like on my feed. My <laughs> lash got stuck to my bottom. <laughs> I look like a cyclops. Um, but anyways, you're going to waste so much time comparing yourself and you're just going to like, it, it's not going to make you move forward. It's going to make you move backwards. So the best thing you can do is just kind of ignore that. And you know, what I could say to other lash brands too is like, let's manage expectations of the up and coming entrepreneurs. I'm not looking at from like a jealous point of view. That's amazing. But also make sure to kind of wiggle in room for like, hey, this is where I started, you know, because we like Mike said, we all start somewhere, and your story is so important to building your brand. That's all. Yeah, I know. Probably thinking like, "Hey, fuck you guys. You guys are already successful." So, you know what I mean? Like, it. it listen, we were at ground zero. Yeah, and we think about it every day. I think that's my biggest motivator. I'm I, like, even I was at jujitsu this morning, and someone asked me, "They're like, 
you know, did your family give you money? How'd you guys start this business? And I'm like, dude, dude, if you only knew, if you only knew my wife and I were sharing a old Jeep Cherokee, 150,000 miles, if you only knew we, the struggles we went through, the eviction notices on our door, you know, we were renting a home and like, if you only knew and you know, it's easy to look at someone and see what they have and go, Oh, it must be nice. Must be nice. You know, but at the end of the day, you know, we all start at the very beginning. And I think, you know, my wife was saying, tell those stories about, you know, how you get that start. It's relatable, number one. And number two, I think it kind of reminds you once in a while uh, when you start going, you know, hey, because it doesn't matter what level you get to, you're always going to find somebody higher to compare to. And, uh, you know, we've got a partner up in our Canadian side, Ron Fair. And I'm always like, man, this dude's got the newest Lambos, the rarest Lambos. I just have a Lambo. You know what I mean? I'm always trying to like, and I feel like I'm like down here in this level. I remember a time when I had no Lambo and I was just struggling to make to take my wife to dinner at like Outback. You know what I mean? I loved that dinner. I I'm, love Outback. So I'm just saying like, you know, remember that when you guys are going through it. You know, there's always going to be someone you can compare to. But I think if you keep those blinders on and focus just on what you're doing, you're going to be okay in this journey. Yeah. And let that give you hope too. You know what I mean? Like, hey, we went from this to this. Like we don't say it as like a point like to to like flaunt or anything like that but it's like to give people hope like hey we started from here and, and we're here and that means you can do it too so amen well amen. said sister thanks <laughs> all right well that's all we got for you guys today as always if you haven't done so yet please make sure to subscribe to our youtube channel subscribe to the podcast we are now on uh, spotify and on amazon as well so if you don't have apple you can go there as well and uh, obviously we don't charge a fee for this it's free info so if you can please refer somebody to this podcast that could greatly benefit from it. Until then, we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you. Thank you.